Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So I want to break this down into three parts because the Hopkins discussion started as rumors. Now we have an actual visit, but I think it's important to separate, you know, the kind of rumor part or what people want to see and want to hear versus what we actually know. So what do we actually know sitting here 1247 Wednesday afternoon before DeAndre Hopkins lands? I would think it at uh, TF Green, probably not Logan. Either way, lands in New England. I mean, we know he's we know he's coming. <laughs> we know that he just <laughs> took a visit with the Tennessee Titans. Um, and we know, I think maybe the most important thing is that like DeAndre Hopkins wouldn't be coming here if if there was a possibility that he was going to sign a three-year, $60 million contract. You know, like like Bill Belichick loves a value. And back when they attended Odell Beckham Jr.'s personal workout back in March or April or whatever that was, I reached out to someone and was like, is this going to happen? Like, like, are the Patriots going to be interested or whatever? And it was like, probably not, because Belichick likes a value and this just seems unlikely. And that was kind of the, the initial word on Hopkins as well, that like, I don't know, this feels like a long shot. I think that people expected the Bills and the Chiefs and some of these other, you know, higher caliber teams to maybe be a little bit more interested off the bat. But this is only his second visit to Titans, now the Patriots. And to me, I mean, if the Patriots sign Hopkins, it's going to be at a value deal. It's going to be at a good deal. And I think that that's obviously ultimately a positive. CLNS Media's Patriots coverage is brought to you by FanDuel. New customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. So the OBJ mention is a great place to start, right? Because not only is he a player who I think had a market that initially underwhelmed him in his expectations, but he probably got the best deal any of us imagine, aside from maybe his camp. One year, $15 million from the Ravens, fully guaranteed. This is a guy who did not play football. Last yeah. year. Yes, with yeah. incentives that could take it up to $18 million. Did not play football last year. Has not scared defensive coordinators since maybe 2017, 2018. Yeah. And if you're DeAndre Hopkins, you were scheduled to make $19 million. No one wanted to take that on and give up some form of draft capital or some sort of player to mm-hmm. trade with the Cardinals. That's why he got released. But you're looking at that and going, okay, yeah, I missed six games because I got suspended last year. Mm-hmm. But after that, I led the league in catches. I was fourth in receiving yards. And carried an offense that everyone knew where the ball was going to go. Everyone knew I was going to be isolated as the X receiver with nothing around me. And I still produced. I should get more than that. And yet, as you very astutely mentioned, that's not going to happen here in New England. Maybe in the neighborhood of one year to $15 million as we kind of transition here from what we know to what we expect. Because I'd expect the Patriots to have several coaches involved with this visit. I would Mm -hmm. expect, as, as you just mentioned, I think Ian Rappaport had done too, that you know, he's not coming unless they've discussed terms, whether they're right. in a, a wide range or a narrow one, because Hopkins market obviously has shrunk a little bit. Like, I don't think he came from Tennessee with an offer. Mind you, why would anyone want to go to Tennessee now if not just to gorge on fried chicken because or hot chicken, I should say, because that team is going to stink. It yeah. doesn't have a very good quarterback, probably not an elite defense, strong management. Sure. And those were the boxes that DeAndre Hopkins 
uh, last mentioned of things that he wants. What are his next visits? No one really knows. Beyond that, what do you expect from the Patriots to do either as a pitch or maybe in a range of figures with the contract offer to happen here in the next 24 or so hours? Well, I think it's pretty easy to add incentives to DeAndre Hopkins' deal, and maybe that's something that's been a little bit under-discussed, but just the fact that he did only play, what was it, nine games last season, 700-something yards. like His numbers were way down last year because he missed time with the PED suspension and with the injury. So it's very easy to bake in not likely to be earned incentives that will that would allow the Patriots to sign him to like a, a pretty low base deal. I think Albert Breer, uh, you were on uh, with him on NBC Sports Boston. I think uh, Albert Breer mentioned like somewhere in eight to ten million dollar range for for DeAndre Hopkins on a base deal. But then you can bake in incentives, and I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked. Well, the Patriots have about fourteen million dollars in cap space right now. I wouldn't be shocked if they, you know, included incentives that could like double the deal. That's what they did with Mike Kosicki. So I don't know if it's like an eight million dollar deal or nine million dollar deal that could be worth 16 or 18 million wouldn't necessarily shock me uh just because that would allow them to sign him within the salary cap not commit to too much base it on his performance but i do think that one of the most important things here is that i think he has to make more money than juju smith schuster on a per year deal because for years and years and years, the Patriots wouldn't sign a wide receiver that was making more than Julian Edelman. And Julian Edelman always signed these like team-friendly deals that were really low. And that kind of hamstrung them to a certain extent. I guess even with Brandon Cooks, I guess that was kind of a different situation because you could argue that Brandon Cooks was a better receiver at that point than Julian Edelman. But I think that when DeAndre Hopkins comes in here, he's going to be the best wide receiver on the Patriots. And you don't want to be paying him less than Juju Smith-Schuster. So I do think that Somewhere in that eight and a half to nine million dollar range is probably the floor for DeAndre Hopkins coming in on a base deal. Then, like I said, you could bake in those incentives. Uh, but I don't know. I think that that's probably the appeal playing for Bill Belichick, getting a deal that could be worth a lot of money um, and having a lot of opportunities because this is an offense that certainly needs a player like DeAndre Hopkins. I think this is kind of an aside. But the Ravens are probably going to look like idiots after yes. this DeAndre Hopkins deal. Because, <laughs> I'm really glad like, you said that. Yeah. In in no way whatsoever would you rather have Odell Beckham Jr. than DeAndre Hopkins, right? Like they're they're I think four months apart in age, which seems kind of hard to believe. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. hasn't played a full season since 2019. DeAndre Hopkins hasn't since 2020. Like Odell Beckham Jr. did not play last year. DeAndre Hopkins looked pretty good when he was out there. In no world should Odell Beckham Jr. be making more money than DeAndre Hopkins. And I think that that's the way that this is all going to shake out. Going back to OBJ really quickly, as I I checked in that as well and didn't even bother. I might have discussed it in a previous podcast, but the response I got was, you're asking me if we have interest in the guy with two torn ACLs who's going to turn 31 this year. Right. (laughs) I said, yes, no response. So we're on the same page as far as your level of interest there. The other part about this, though, is, and I mentioned when this first came up, that I didn't expect the Patriots to have much interest, not only just because of the dollar figures, um, you know, and, and the cap hit and giving up an asset on top of that. And things have worked out for them. The market has waned. You know, even the Chiefs and Bills who had interest have fallen out, given money elsewhere. The discussion and interest from the Patriots' perspective, I think, has really picked up in recent weeks. Because, mm-hmm. again, in, in March and yeah. April, for all the reasons I just mentioned, they were out. They said, you'll come to us if this really needs to happen. And the whole league was doing that with the Cardinals as well. And the only team that I heard DeAndre Hopkins was willing to take a pay cut for was the Cowboys. And we know, of course, went out and got Brandon Cooks because they didn't see Hopkins 
as good value. Now, the cap and the cash, I think, is secondary because you mentioned they have about $14, $15 million in space. The Patriots continue to rank among the lowest spending teams in the entire league. They can fit this under the cap, spend more cash if they want to. Robert Kraft has at least said to the media, cash is not an issue. I'll give Bill whatever he wants. The money does matter, though, in the sense that it means influence. This is a guy in where I think some of those incentives might come into, not just, hey, we'll give you an extra grant. grant. (laughs) It's it's chump change. We'll give you an extra million if you get to – a thousand yards. We'll give you an extra two million if you get to twelve hundred yards. How many times do you practice? Because this is something that I'll be honest, right. I didn't know as much about until recently in reading pieces from Albert Breer mm-hmm. in twenty twenty after Houston and Bill O'Brien traded Hopkins to Arizona. You know, all of course, all the stuff starts to come out. This is why we do it. The league is laughing at us. This is why it was a good deal. Practice was a big sticking point. Mm-hmm. You go ahead the next couple of years to the Cardinals. He's getting veteran rest days left and right, free yeah. candy basically to them. And I remember even before the Patriots came on Monday night going, is something wrong with him? Was <laughs> right. like, no, no he's, he's just, he's just hanging out. Cliff Kingsbury is very hands off. So yeah. that will be interesting to me. It's not only just about the money, how much is guaranteed versus tied to incentives. Is there a way to get creative? Because we know this front office will get as creative as they need to be. maybe as creative as any other team in the league to make this deal possible. And that's mm-hmm. why I think there's hope here. I'm not here to get put a percentage because then we'll get to, What do we guess happens here in a second? But the last thing I'll say is this. I think the Patriots would love to do a one-year deal incentive-laden and make it happen where they could maybe meet in the middle with Hopkins to say, you can go out and tell the world, okay, I still got made whole here instead of the $19 million. I'm averaging about 18. They get a two-year contract that's backloaded. And so Mm -hmm. in the front part, the first year, you get – 10 to 12, mostly guaranteed. But in the back end, that gets closer to 20. And the Patriots could kind of have an out there. And there is precedent for this, something I mentioned on TV the other night, when they bought low on Darrell Rivas coming from Tampa after an ACL tear and said, we'll still technically make you the highest paid Mm -hmm. corner in the league, which I don't think Hopkins wants to be as a receiver. But we are going to get out of the Darrell Rivas business after one year and you will get that money elsewhere. And that is where I think there might be a sweet spot here, depending, of course, how do the conversations about practice go, which is mm-hmm. absolutely going to come up. And then what is the middle ground they can strike on incentives yeah. for roster bonuses and guarantees? Yeah. Because with Revis, I think it, it was like a, actually a one year, $14 million deal, something like that. I don't know what the, what the terms were over two years, but yeah, it was basically like this is a two year contract. It's a very high amount but it's you get out of it after the first year. So yeah, that's actually a good idea. I was, I was thinking about tacking on like void years or, Mm. or, you know, doing uh, something that was backloaded on a multi-year deal, but that's an interesting idea where it's like, yeah, it's going to be announced as like a two year, $45 million deal or something like that. (laughs) When in actuality, it's like a one year, $8 million deal with a bunch of incentives. One other thing I just want to toss out there because we talked about Juju do you think that I guess that that would fix it if they were to announce it that way, or if that's the way that it's reported and that's the way that it's structured? But does Hunter Henry's deal play into this at all, where his APY is, I think, $12.5 million? Like, do you want DeAndre Hopkins making more than Hunter Henry on a per year basis? Or since they play different positions, does it not matter? I kind of go both ways with it. I know that's not like the most interesting way to handle it, but I don't know. It, it does feel a little weird if DeAndre Hopkins catches like makes like, I don't know, he's like a 1200 yard receiver this season 
and it winds up being like a one-year eight million dollar deal with incentives or one-year nine million dollar deal with incentives if hunter henry's making more money than him i don't know does that play into it at all yeah i I think it's a good point because it gets back to something i mentioned and forgot to expound upon but let's let's start here downer hopkins much better player than hunter henry okay and hunter henry had a very you know down year statistically last year and i think got the shortest end of all the very short sticks that the players were handed under Matt Patricia and Joe Judge, where they're asking him to stay in pass protect, right. you know, and he only goes off against Minnesota and just has the worst year of his career, save for his rookie season. But that is a guy that despite all of those statistical lows and bad moments and not getting the ball enough, that went to the podium and talked to the media week after week after week and was bought in. Okay, right. you didn't see a drop off in effort from him. Yeah. And if DeAndre Hopkins gets more money, because every single person in that locker room is going to know how much money he makes, just like they know Matt Judon is the highest paid defender in Patriots franchise history. And people follow him along, not only because he's a three-time Pro Bowler Mm -hmm. and the guy's a ton of fun, but people want to get paid too. So maybe I should work and act like Matt Judon. If DeAndre Hopkins makes more money than Hunter Henry, he'll have a little bit more influence, not only because of his reputation, but that salary. And if it comes around to week 11, and this is what the Patriots are now processing and playing out and gaming out internally, and we need him to practice, and he's on the fence, and he says no, what does that do for anyone else as the stakes get higher and we go deeper into the season for anyone else who finds themselves in a similar situation, whether it's Kendrick Bourne or Devontae Parker or Mike Gesicki, because Hopkins will have sway and influence in that locker room that is directly correlated with his contract, and that's where the money matters more so than I think cap or cash. But I, I, to directly answer your question, yeah, I think you you have to make him hire Hunter Henry, but that's that's the risk the Patriots are weighing and assessing because it's very very real and it's easy to talk in June of I'm committed, I'll practice, blah blah blah. Right. These are hard practices in New England. This is going to be a little bit of a shock even for a guy who played under Bill O'Brien for most of his career. CLNS Media's Patriots coverage is brought to you by FanDuel. New customers get a no sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. 